All right, we're back with part two of TV shows, 1990, and this is 90s Noise. I'm April, born in 1991. And I'm Ashley, born in 1988. All right, Ashley, which two TV shows are we going over this round? So we're going to be talking about The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and The Babysitter's Club, probably two very different shows i guess i don't uh, probably like two totally different audiences yeah I, I i don't even know that i could say there's anything to compare with them like we did in part one for those you know the other two shows i i don't even know what do you know of anything that you could say like is comparable <laughs> honestly maybe just that they're both kind of family friendly in a sense and one okay, that yeah that you could sit around and watch with your family i mean the babysitter's club is definitely geared towards a much more younger crowd i believe than fresh prince but it still had some very good hearty moments that were very family friendly family oriented i feel yeah yeah, that's that's a valid point. Yeah, we're gonna dive right in. So, Ashley, which one do you want to start with first? You want to start with Babysitters Club? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Babysitters Club. So, first off, where did you watch this? Because I I saw that it was on a few different services. Oh, really? I just found it on YouTube. So I went through all the episodes because there weren't that many. So I just knocked them all out. Okay, I'm a little miss overachiever. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I just I just was got through the first one, which wasn't too bad. It was it was definitely a trip back down memory lane seeing that and have you wa- did you ever watch it before or was this your first time? A part of me thinks that I had seen it in reruns on like a Saturday morning or something, but a part of me also was very it was very new. I know that the in the first episode, there's like a little boy that a redheaded boy, mm-hmm. and he's been in other things. And yes. that that's that's what stuck out to me the most. It was it was definitely interesting, and I remember the books because it was, was a book series. Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, it was a book series first, and then they developed the the show, and then they developed a movie. I think maybe part of me remembers the books a little bit more than the actual show. That kind of is where I'm at with that one. It was kind of campy to me. A little little campy. It was was very fun, but... Very campy, yes. Definitely something for a younger crowd. Right, yeah. Which, I mean, I looked up all the actors, and I think all of them were playing pretty much their age, which was kind of unique to see like actual 11 year olds playing these roles because you know how they love to cast like 20 year olds to play a a, a kid so these these actors were all their age but then they never went and did anything else this was literally their only claim to fame was this show which I thought was really strange because I thought a lot of them actually were pretty good so I don't know what happened there but I remembered all the episodes as I was watching them. I'm like, yep, I remember this one. I remember what happens. I, I don't know. I just 
I really enjoyed rewatching it. And well, except for the last episode, I, I don't remember ever seeing that. And I was going to text you about it because there was actually a little guest appearance in the last episode. And it was our girl, Kimberly Brown. And I was like, what? I didn't know she was in this show. It was so cute. She was a little, a little girl. Oh my goodness. That's, ah. Oh. Now I'm, I'm going to have to hear later this evening, probably watch that, at least jump to the last episode and watch that because I love, I love seeing other cameos from people that recognize that a few of the other series that we watched definitely had some that I've, I've been aching to tell you about, but I've held it in and everything. <laughs> so I, I do remember a little bit from the baby series club again i can't i have i'm having trouble separating the book from the books mm. from the show to really know if it was which is in my memory but i just remember from that wanting to be a babysitter right they look like they had so much fun yeah just i feel like just being in a little girl group like that just having those girl you know friends of, surrounded by all those females was probably a really neat thing to have growing up. And I definitely wish I had that just a little club type thing to be a part of. And I feel like a lot of kids that age, that's what they, what that's what resonated with them the most was just seeing them really be almost adult, like in a lot of the stuff that they did. Yeah. And they were entrepreneurs too. <laughs> I mean, they were making money. They were taking their own, their own appointments and, delegating who who was going to go babysit this kid based on whatever happened the last time they needed a babysitter. And that is very inspiring. And I, I remember, didn't they just redo the show? Like come out with a, a reboot of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, Netflix, yeah, they have, I think it got canceled, but they did do two seasons of it. I did watch the first season of it because I wanted to see how it compared. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a really good job. I, I felt like it stayed true to the essence of what the show brought uh, back in the 90s. And they, you know, they obviously made it a little different to keep with the times, but I still felt like it had the core of what the Babysitter's Club was all about, which was really cool. Now, did they happen to have anybody from the original in it? I know that that's been one of the things that they like, they've been liking to do is pull one or two actors at least and try to get them on board with a reboot. But I know I've not seen the the reboot. So I know that none of the girls from the original, like I said, they haven't done, that was literally the only thing they did. Like, I don't think they might've done one other thing back in 1990, but they haven't, none of them are in acting anymore. They're all out of acting, which I thought was really strange because usually there's one person that still is, keeping up with it, they're pretty much all out of it. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was some bad stuff happening on the set, but it just didn't seem like any of them wanted to keep acting. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know for those who are interested, it is Ashley said she watched it on YouTube. People are interested. It is available out there. Uh, it's only what, 13 episodes? Yeah, it's a very quick watch. It's, I don't know. It's fun. If, if you enjoy that type of topic and they touch on some interesting topics like they had an environmental episode which I'm big on the environment I thought that was kind of cool that back in that that time that they were pushing a topic like that you know save the trees or whatever it was it was I don't know I thought it was cool and they also had 
in another might have been that episode yeah they had I don't know if you remember Zach Braff yes he, he yes. actually has a cameo in, in this show too and he was oh. such a little baby and like oh like baby face Zach it was really cute I was like wow that's funny that is crazy <laughs> so they had that that cracks me up yeah I feel like the guest stars of the show actually did way more than the main stars I don't know well I had very little notes on that one to be <laughs> honest but if you got do you have more to say on the baby Sarah's club I'm I'm all ears for it this this was a I think it seems like it was a very prominent show for young girls mm -hmm. especially in the early 90s especially 1990 when it came out so i i didn't like for me personally i did enjoy that first episode and probably will continue watching the rest of it myself um here later on once i get a an extra free, free minute so <laughs> that's that's definitely on my list to finish up yeah i mean i think it's a, a good show to watch especially for young girls you know i think it would sit better with them than obviously than us at our age but they do touch on some topics that are I feel important for everyone to to hear about. Like you said, they have books. There's a ton of books. They also had a board game that we had when I was a kid. We got the board game. They actually had a, I don't even remember what it was about, but they did have that. And then they came out with the movie a couple of years later, which was a whole different cast, which is a little strange, but you mm -hmm. know, there is also a movie version of the Babysitter's Club. You had given me the Christmas episode to watch. Yes. Because you said that that was one that you remember watching a lot. And going over it, I definitely do remember, I think, seeing that around Christmas okay. time later on right. in reruns. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I'm i curious as to, like, how the, the reruns worked for that show, though. Because I know, like, for its when it aired, it was only airing from January to March of 1990. And that, that was it. That's the, that's the season that there was nothing else. So it was a very quick runtime. So I'm just curious as to when the, the reruns were pushed out, you know, obviously they must've been out there, but I also know that we had VHS copies of some of these episodes. Cause I was looking at okay. online and they had, picture of what the VHS looked like. And, I'm, and I va very, very fondly remember some of those covers that we had. So I'm like, okay, so that's for us, probably we watched a lot of them on tape more so than I feel like reruns on TV. So, um, so you feel like you saw that on some sort of rerun on TV, you think? I think so. I think it might've been on maybe like PBS Kids or something along those lines. Cause I really, I don't ever recall, to my knowledge, the VHSs, mm -hmm. but I do remember seeing the Christmas right. episode. Or it may have just been okay. Not a lot of shows had a lot had the holiday episodes, so when the holidays came around, they then just dove into their vaults, the different TV stations, and pulled whatever they could <laughs> find. And that might have been part of it too. So yeah, very well could have been. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that they even did a Christmas episode, honestly, just the way that, like I said, the way that the season aired and it wasn't even around the holidays and it just was sort of, sort of odd that it was even included in the show to begin with, like why they did a random Christmas episode in the middle of it was, was super, I don't know. It just didn't really make much sense, but 
I know that they, looking into it, they said that most of these, well, I think all of the episodes were like new storylines. Like they weren't based off of a book, Mm -hmm. which you said you read a lot of the books growing up, which I know we did too. But I don't remember enough to be like, oh yeah, that was definitely not a topic that was covered in a book or whatever. Yeah. Because I was always, I was always all about those series. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Babysitter's Club, Boxcar Children. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which we'll come back to that at a later time. <laughs> yeah, I and maybe the Christmas episode. I don't know if maybe they had filmed everything, maybe in the fall of the previous fall, the winter of the previous year, and so just at that time they're like, oh, let's do a Christmas episode, not really thinking when it was going to be released Mm, that true. That was what I was thinking might have been. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That could have very well been. I mean, it was definitely, it looked very eighties, just the way everything was shot in the, in the clothing. It just was, it's just screaming (laughs) eighties. For sure. Absolutely. So what was your favorite part about the Christmas episode? I don't know. I, I think I liked the, I think I really like Stacy's storyline. I felt like she had a lot of really interesting things that happened to her, at least in the the series that they put out for the show. You know, she was dealing with diabetes, so they were sort of touching on that, which which I feel is kind of a for kids anyways is kind of a very interesting topic to touch base on for like a kid show because do like watching it as a kid did you really understand it? I mean, unless you were specifically going through that. So it was kind of cool that if you were experiencing something like that, you you could feel like you were being acknowledged, you know, like, okay, wow, other people do also go through the same thing I'm going through. And it's not just sort of cookie cutter type episode. It's like, okay, wow, someone's going through this. And that's kind of what I felt like with the the series in general is that they touched on a lot of really cool stuff, like with with parents being divorced, and then you had Don and Marianne were living together because their parents, you know, their parents were getting together, so it was kind of like a whole step family situation. So there was a, a lot of cool dynamics that I felt like they touched on and were very relatable. You know, a lot of kids growing up probably dealt with very similar family situations. I completely agree with that. That. I'll be honest, I didn't remember that there was that part of that storyline for Stacey until watching this. And like you said, for kids going through it, they they didn't ever really show anything like that on TV. They still really don't for the most part. They don't, no. Mm -mm. And so that is nice to have that and go back and be like, okay, they kind of were breaking a mold with the Babysitter's Club, I feel. Yeah, because I feel like maybe even shows coming out at that time, but a lot of shows coming out now, these, you know, younger teen type shows, it's it's so focused on boys, you know, and fashion and makeup and just all these really overly girly things where the Babysitter's Club wasn't about that. You know, they had, you know, there was a little bit like Marianne had a boyfriend and, and whatnot, but it that's not what it was about. You know, it wasn't about who's the best looking guy and oh who are you gonna date and who you you know like it that's not what it was about it was a very female empowerment type show Um, young girls kind of creating their own world creating this whole business and really just 
putting a fresh start on their resume. I mean, at 11, 12, you've already got your first thing to mark on your resume as your as your first job. So that's a really neat thing to, to have growing up. Absolutely. And I, I especially like, I think it's Christy, mm-hmm. who her character's a lot more of the tomboy. Yeah. And that even now, like rewatching it, seeing that, and I guess in a sense, I kind of wish I'd seen it more as a, as a kid growing up because I, I personally was more of a tomboy. With two older brothers, I always was trying to keep up with them. And to see that portrayed in a TV show geared towards... Mm-hmm obviously geared more a little bit more towards girls, I think would have helped me understand that that wasn't a bad thing. Like I got a lot of quote unquote shit for it, (laughs) but it really wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's something that I liked as well was the inclusion of, of Christie's character being the president of the club and able to be her own individual self. And I, I, I agree. I was the same. I was more tomboyish growing up as well. I didn't care about what was the latest fashions to wear and anything like that. But I also liked Mary Ann's character as well, because she was sort of the introvert of the group. She was sort of more shy and, you know, wasn't super outspoken. And that was, that was definitely me as a kid. So it was, it was nice to see the, the variety of different personalities and, and different, honestly, probably one of each of different people you're going to encounter growing up as a kid, all, um, all these different personalities, as far as the, the more shy one, then you had Christy, who was the more bossy, outgoing character. And then you had Claudia, who was Miss Fashionista, you know, she was the most unique of them all. So yeah, you just had a cool mix of different characters, which I thought was was really nice to see in a show and it wasn't just very cliche of one thing. I did not get to the very last episode of it, but <laughs> I know that I know that that well, you said that had Kimberly J Brown. So I finally figured out the little redhead boy. Mm. The one who plays who dressed up as Santa in this episode. Mm-hmm. Was in Mighty Ducks and all that later on in life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think he was very prominent in some of the Nickelodeon type stuff, if mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Cause that was in Pete and Pete. The yeah. Pete there you go. Pete, yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. that's called. Yeah. Cause that was driving me crazy after watching the first <laughs> episode. And then it finally hit me during this episode. I don't, I don't remember if it was something he said or what, but I was like, Oh, that's why. I know you said that the main actresses really didn't haven't done anything since then but there's a lot of the younger kids that did grow up to be in hollywood Mm -hmm. for at least a time that's just very interesting yeah Yeah. It, it, it was a very interesting show to see it have such a short run and i'm curious as to why they canceled it and why it never came back because you know the book series being as popular as it was and for them to take the time and make a show version of it and then for some reason cancel it and not continue on with it is very odd to see that happen and and then yeah the actresses not go on to do anything really is is very very mind-blowing but the reboot I will say is 
is probably one of the most better done reboots of a show I've seen in a long time. Like it's very well done. They stay very true to what the babysitters club is all about. And it was very good. Like, you know, it made me sort of reflect back on enjoying the babysitters club as a kid. So it was, it's cool. Like if I had, if I had a kid, that would be a show that you would be like, you would want your kid to watch. You know what I mean? Like it's very well done, very respectful. Regarding that one, because I, I guess also with it just being a shorter, a single season, didn't really have a lot to play on. Right. Especially since, like I, like I said, I hadn't watched it as much growing up. And I'll be honest, I don't really remember the books very well. I, I remember uh, yeah. having them <laughs> and reading them. Mm-hmm. And I can like remember the smell of them too. Like, you know how okay, yeah. books, mm-hmm. the, the page smell. That was one that was, it was nice to rewatch it, but kind of, I mean, it's self-explanatory on a lot of that. The episodes did a good job on that. Well, so you never, you didn't watch the last episode, which is fine. I forgot that there was this one scene in it. I think it was towards the end where like two of the kids that they babysat, they, I forgot what they were doing. I forgot some sort of party or something. I forgot what they were, what the whole point of it was, but they had two of these kids doing like a wedding like a fake wedding like marrying each other have you ever done that as a kid did you ever do that as a kid where you married somebody I honestly don't recall but I think I can picture the episode <laughs> I forgot I forgot I forget who who they're marrying but it just it was funny to see because when I was probably four I did this I had this like my family did the same thing or my sister or whoever was involved like I married one of our like childhood friends that we had the family friend I married their son and they did this whole wedding thing and I wish I had pictures of it but I was like oh my so, I was like perfect but it was funny because I'm like okay wait so other people actually did like do this this was a thing apparently like other kids were marrying each other for, like it wasn't just me so did you get that annulled <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> As soon as I turn five, done. <laughs> oh. I I think I think I might have when I was younger, but I just don't remember. But I do. I really do think I I now can see that episode in my mind. <laughs> there were there were, I've never seen another thing that had that no another show or anything, and so that would be the only one that I could think of. Now that you've mentioned that, right. that would bring that to memory did they do that in full house maybe they you know what i think they did actually that may have been the first time that they did that and maybe the babysitters club copied them or something i don't know (laughs) yeah because i like i said i in my memory it's not the full house cast that i'm seeing right like honestly it was almost kind of like is this even is this show or is this real kind of thing (laughs) because i didn't recognize i don't recognize anybody in that memory so it very well could have just been me seeing that episode when i was really young a lot younger and not clicking that it was the babysitter's club now i'm wondering if we did that because of the babysitter's club like we you know my sister or whatever watched that and they're like oh this will be funny let's marry ashley and whoever it was (laughs) let's do the same thing you don't even remember your first husband's name I think it was Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I think it was Jeremy. 
that because your sister's how much older than you? She is four years older. Three, okay, four, five, six. No, wait, five. Yeah, five years. Okay. So she would have been at the like ripe age to be watching the Babysitters Club, even when it came out. The perfect age, yeah. I know she got all the books, and she had all that, and I just went right along with it and was and watched it you know like at some point I, I was watching it so you said you've never seen the movie version of it though it has one girl from um remember that show the secret secret world of alex mack oh yeah oh she's gosh. in okay. it and that other girl that doesn't help i know but it's, it's just what the babysitters club the movie the movie yeah. Uh, Oh, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, I was trying to think of what her name was. Yeah. She was in it. Okay. So this was the I'll be interested to, to hear your thoughts on the movie. Yeah. Um, just looking at some of the pictures, I might have. So who you're talking about was Larissa. Oh, Larissa, yeah. She's the one that was in the Alex Mack series, which I do remember that for sure. Oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna have to look at watching that that movie and see if I did because a part of me thinks I might have because that being in 1995 that probably would have been like a uh, showing in on tv at my prime age when I was actually able probably. to get the controller away from my brothers and watch what I wanted so I'll definitely right. have to have to check in on that because with having those two actresses I mean I've watched so much of their stuff already because uh she's all that uh Mm -hmm. 10 things i hate about you i mean they they both went on to be the teenage movie girls and so that's just interesting Mm -hmm. that they were both in the babysitters club together babysitter club (laughs) that's oh my gosh right so next up we've got the fresh prince of bel-air which I remember a lot more than some of the other shows growing up. I don't know if maybe just because they had so many episodes and were constantly airing it. Well, it was a show that I never watched growing up. This was literally my first time ever watching this show. I admit I was very shocked when you said you had never watched it. After my opinion, after watching some of the show was... I was up upset that I never got to watch this as a kid. This show is awesome. Like I love the show. Like I am ready to go binge this show all of the seasons. It really hooked me on that first episode. It was good. It was. I don't know how far you got, but through season up until I think it was episode 9 in season 1, they had an extended intro. That was extended. It wasn't the what everybody knows. There's like two or three lines added in there about the plane, being on the plane. And I had completely forgotten about that because it had been so long since I'd seen the first episode. And it was it was kind of a shock because I'm, I'm sitting there jamming out because that's a song that has stuck in my mind for so long. And I got to, and it got to that part and I go, I don't know this one. <laughs> what was your... Okay, I have to ask. Ashley's rap for saying grace at dinner. What was your take on that? I don't know. I don't remember what she said, to be honest, but it was it was a really good rap. That's all I can say. Tatiana Ali. Yes. Also did music mm-hmm. later on. And side note, 
she opened for NSYNC on their 98-99 tour. So I saw her in concert at my first concert. I'm a, I may have saw her myself because I know I went to their concert that same time period. So it, I could have seen her as well, but I just definitely don't recall. <laughs> yes. I, I just remember because I, I came home saying how much I loved her. And my mom goes, you do realize who that is? I go, what do you mean? That's Ashley from Fresh Prince. And so, of course, then I just went crazy going back and rewatching everything I could get my hands on for Fresh Prince. I've got I've got a handful of notes on this one on this because it, it definitely was a big part of my childhood watching this show. It almost seemed like it was always on. So I again, I'm really surprised that you had never seen it. Me too. Yeah, honestly, me too. That's so, so strange. I mean, maybe, maybe I did watch it at some point, but I, I really don't remember anything about it. The theme song is the only thing that I recall from the show, but I, I had no idea that Will Smith was playing himself and, you know, all of the different characters. I, I knew about none of it. There's so many things I can say about this show in general for kind of more on what we're touching base on right now for our 90s noise. I I do have to admit, I got a kick out of Ashley grabbing, like taking Will's Walkman and dancing in her room and then him dancing behind her and her turning around. And that's a meme, though, right? It surprised her. That's a meme. I think it, I think it is, but. Because I've seen I, that before, so and I, I've seen I it. Yeah, yeah, I I resonated with that because now not necessarily taking. I had my own little CD player and everything, and tape player, and I would do the same thing. I would just be dancing to the music with my headphones on, and then either my brothers or my parents would kind of do the same thing, like come up behind me and dance in. And when I turn around, I it scared the it would scare the crap out of me. I truly still do love watching The Fresh Prince. I'll admit, I, I picked a, a few episodes. I did the Halloween two-part in season one. I didn't, was, I did not was like that episode. I watched it and I did not care for it because I didn't get the point of all the flashbacks. Like it was just too many flashbacks. And I just felt like I was rewatching every single episode that I just watched mm-hmm. before and they had really nothing new to go on. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. And I don't know if that was maybe just they wanted to have it as a two-parter and just fill in time. It was definitely a fill-in because um, I honestly thought that HBO had messed up and they were replaying the first episode. I literally paused it and I was like, what's happening? Like, are they, are we on back on the first episode? Like, what happened to this but no, they were just doing flashbacks. Yeah, one of the th- things that I did notate was the guard, the security guard that Stakens, mm. Hillary, and Ashley, and she ends up bringing having him be security at her party. That was Tim Russ, who plays Tuvok on Star Trek Voyager. We're big Star Trek watchers all the different ones and so that was a that was an interesting little cameo there i did i did kind of like the little cinderella feel i guess at the at the dance their party it was cute but then it was also kind of a little too i don't know exactly how to say it like 
just okay we know what she's gonna say next mm-hmm. okay okay yes she her stepmom and her her stepsisters yeah. that that kind of thing i i did feel that was a little too predictable mm-hmm. it still was an, a decent episode Again, right yeah i definitely agree with those, those flashbacks did you catch i don't remember which episode it was in but did you catch when they reference saved by the bell they they literally mentioned saved by the bell in some passing comment i forgot but it was it was kind of funny i think i remember that that was one of the things with shows from the 90s those earlier on shows fresh prince saved by the bell especially the ones that were the the half hour time Mm -hmm. times they do that they would reference other ones the finale the series i watched it had was it the jeffersons and (laughs) what you talking about willis yeah, or, yes. or how he, how he's how he did it. What you talking about, Will? Uh, that was cute. It it was. I I did enjoy that one. Do you would watch? I had you watch. What was it? The pool episode at the pool hall, and then the Compton episode. Correct. Yes, I did. I watched both of those. So what what are your thoughts on those? I'm I'm really curious on the on these. Let's start with the pool up. It's the pool hall episode. So Will definitely doesn't like to listen to anybody. He 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 does he just does his own thing. And the fact that he takes his car without permission is oh my gosh! Like you know something is going to happen when that when as soon as that all goes down, you're like okay something's going to happen. This isn't going to turn out well. It was kind of hysterical. When Uncle Phil came in and, and just basically was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then just <laughs> like, that was classic. I love that. That was, that was straight up good comedy. Like it wasn't overly done. You know, it wasn't super cheesy. It was very well laid out. I thought. I I love that part. Honestly, I think that's probably one of my favorite episodes and one of my favorite parts because he like even uh jeffrey's in on it too and he mm, and will's yeah, just yeah. just as confused as the rest of the pool hall and like <laughs> yeah, he's like Ugh. he's like what are you doing uncle phil and then as soon as he's like bring out i don't even remember what he calls his pool stick but oh and yeah he's, and he's like opening up the jacket and has it tucked in his pants <laughs> and it's all like screwing it together and everything like a like a true professional would and then just completely mm-hmm. and utterly destroys him and i'm just like uncle phil uncle phil is a great character like will gives him such a hard time and everything but he is probably my favorite character on that show honestly is really? uncle phil yeah yeah like i said before that just that episode just cracked me up and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I loved rewatching it too. Cause in my mind I'm like, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, Uncle Phil hustles them. Am I remembering this correctly? Is it is it? And then once it once that moment comes, it's just like, Yep, it is. That's fucking hilarious. It was such a fun episode and you got to see Uncle Phil in a different light. Like he he was having fun. I there's a part where he's shooting uh, one of his shots and he's eating a, he's doing it one handed and he's eating a sandwich in the with the other hand. Yeah, going. I like Uncle Phil. I, I think he seems like a pretty cool guy. Like 
to have growing up that sort of uncle fatherly figure I thought he I definitely thought he was portrayed very well as far as he was fun loving and goofy but he also sort of put the kids in their place too at the right times and I thought that the actor was was superb in the role too I thought he played him very very well absolutely I agree with that could you just imagine being in a pool hall just there having a drink with somebody playing pool and you see that going on at like the table next to you the pool table next to you Mm -hmm. somebody like just completely tanking it and then getting the stakes higher and then just Mm -hmm. completely doing big fus to everybody like you just got fucked over and I'm taking all your money. (laughs) Heck yeah. That's the way to do it. I mean, that's classic manipulation and gambling and money-making type scenarios. You act like you have no idea what you're doing, but then in reality, you are a badass. I still laugh when I think about that episode and just the reaction and everything and that, because you know something's going on with Phil. There's always, there's always that Mm -hmm. little, that, like you said, that fatherly figure lesson going mm-hmm. on it was it was just like he you knew something was coming when he's had that like i'm not mad i'm disappointed in you look on his face oh yeah but i love that he was able to teach him a good lesson hey, <laughs> heck, make some money out of it too there's nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. i wonder if will actually learned that lesson though just <laughs> considering that was season one and there's how many more seasons <laughs> Right, yeah. You know he gets into more shenanigans. You know there's something else up his sleeve and he's always... I mean, because honestly, the next episode, he he goes against their wishes too. So it's kind of like, yeah. um, so... So I guess, honestly, though, what did he really go against their wishes? Because they just flat out lied to him. So that was that's the next episode. The Compton episode. Mm-hmm. And I did, I do like how Fresh Prince would center their episodes around something. Mm-hmm. Will and whoever, whether it be Uncle Phil or Will and Carlton or Will and Hillary, whoever. But then also kind of have a little bit of the, the extra fluff in there. So you still saw pretty much everybody each episode, but there were just ones. You barely saw Carlton in the pool hall episode but then in the following episode where will and him have a bet that he can't that carlton can't hack it in compton for 72 hours Mm -hmm. and because at the beginning they're doing a a carlton's glee glee group is singing their rendition of a brick house (laughs) I, I do have to admit, I forgot about that when I was rewatching it. That gave me a good chuckle and just Will's face when he comes in and it's just like, what the fuck? Will has some pretty good facial expressions, I will say. I think they sometimes sort of make the episode the way he utilizes that aspect of what he has. That I, I feel like that's probably a big part of his character. I'm just assuming, as you know, I'd never watched the show, so I don't know, but. <laughs> he he really does. He's, I know there's controversy with him and everything after what happened at whatever award show it Awards. was, yeah. <laughs> but he is still a pretty damn good triple threat. 
Mm-hmm. He, he's a singer, an actor, and a dancer. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if he does like the ballet or any of those kinds of dances, but right. he obviously doesn't just stand there when he's singing and with a mic and just lightly sways or anything like that. He actually, <laughs> he's got good stage presence. And I think Fresh Prince really was able to show how well-rounded he is. I just love how he, in that episode, once uh, Carlton's hitting off with the Compton guys, they're all asleep and he's having that, that nightmare. And oh, I liked how they did that sometimes. The You weren't sure whether what was going on you're like wait Mm. you know from here to here but i mean that that is understandable and then something like just outrageous happens and then you're like oh it's just a dream scene (laughs) i do love how they did the mother like mama comes and you don't mess with you don't mess with. oh yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's like that was kind of hysterical her busting in and saving the day (laughs) which i like that because it wasn't that made it to where it wasn't always uncle phil right i do feel like there were some episodes where aunt vivian was kind of more pushed to the sidelines and everything but i did Mm -hmm. like in this one how she got to be the one to come bring the hammer down on all these guys who thought they were tough shit and right you don't mess with you don't mess with the mama. So I do have to ask, since you watched the show and everything, speaking of Aunt Viv, what was your take on them switching the actress halfway, like halfway through? I think they did that pretty early on. I think it was like, wasn't it like the second or third season, I think? Growing up, I'll be honest, I don't think I it clicked with me. But it's one of those things where now I can definitely, I definitely can tell the difference. But there were other shows that switched people midway through that I didn't notice growing up. I just, right, I didn't comprehend that. But I haven't done a deep dive onto the situation of why. I think both of them did a great job. Both Aunt Vivs are incredible actresses and did wonderful. So I know, I do know that with the reunion that they did mm-hmm. for HBO Mac, I believe they did bring both of them on, I think. Oh, I oh think, really? Oh, I nice. I think so. Hmm. I mean, as they should. I mean, they were both a big yeah. part of the show, so. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I liked, I do like how they kept everything well-rounded. This episode, Uncle Phil's, the parent in a sense next episode aunt viv a couple episodes down the line okay maybe maybe will kind of parents himself um or he actually listens to carlton once maybe every couple of episodes a couple of seasons hillary might kind of have a little bit of the parenting but she really that that is one thing with the whole series her character hillary's character wasn't always an interesting one to me just kind of the i don't I don't know if this would be the right, just the kind of more the Beverly Hills, how you think of anybody when you think of that, like the shopping, very interested in shopping and, oh, uh, well, like, like the one part, little part when they're getting ready for church. Oh, um, yeah. She comes down and Uncle Phil's like, well, we're going to have to be at the back of the 
of the chapel and everything. Oh my gosh, the back of the chapel's got completely different light. I have to go change. <laughs> that's <laughs> so absurd that that's her thought process. It's hysterical, honestly. I loved it. It is. And I feel like her timing was really good on a lot of that too. I have kind of lightened moods on the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes, yes, you have, you have very serious episodes, but you need that to kind of remember that not everything's bad. The mm-hmm. fun little, little quirky comments like that, or even like, even just Carlton with the, with the Gucci bag. Did you ever watch Hillary's, the actress that played Hillary and anything else? Do you know? Do you recall? I don't recall. I'm curious because I really did like the way she portrayed that character. So I'm curious as to, to sort of some of her other work, what she's done. Karen Parsons. So just looking really quick, she took some time off, it seems, because there's a big jump like 2002 then nothing till 2020 but mm. she was a major pain i think i i think i remember that um the movie major pain but it's not something that unfortunately she's not an actress that has done a lot that i've seen otherwise even the other shows that she was in i didn't ever really watch she was guest starred a couple times in Melrose Place. That's kind of sad that she wasn't, she didn't do more after the fact. Because, like you said, she, her timing in Fresh Prince was just on point and made it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, I enjoyed watching everybody on that show. But her comedic timing was one that just, you felt okay laughing at, I guess, in a sense, mm-hmm. because it yeah. was so absurd her character and i don't know i just like i said i really do did enjoy that character on there maybe maybe she'll be get back into acting i loved hillary i thought she was a hoot i got a real kick out of her i don't know how more of a classic line you could have in your first episode is just coming in and being like i need 300 dollars, dad for a hat yes or uh (laughs) The uh, same episode when she's talking at the dinner party and talking about the environment and everything. And ladies, Mm -hmm. oh, where can I write a check? I I don't know. It's just very, it was very, it seemed very classic on her part. And I just, I loved it. I think everybody really did a great job on that and I just I loved how rounded that show was how yes each character had their niche but they also they also got out of their skin they were funny they could do act the drama they could do serious scenes they could do comedy they could do everything in between and I just, I laughed and I cried while watching that show, especially while, when rewatching it. It's definitely one that is a tearjerker, especially like, I don't know if necessarily how much of a tearjerker was when it came out, but if, as I'm older, it definitely, definitely had some good cries while watch, rewatching some of those episodes. And I'll admit it, I, I, I get that. Legitimately, yeah. 
I legitimately looked for some of the episodes, some of those harder hitting episodes, just to see the scope of the acting. It was an incredible cast. They really were. Yeah, I loved the the cast. I loved the storylines that they discussed throughout. I mean, I didn't watch that many episodes, but the ones that I did, I felt like they definitely were very entertaining and touched on a lot of subjects that probably weren't really brought to life much back during that time. Yeah, the last episode, the last two-part episode, that was sad. And I was, I was tearing up on that, feeling, definitely feeling for Will and seeing his family move on to bigger and better things. And he just kind of feeling left behind. And it, it was sad. I, I, I went through a few tissues on that one. Yeah, I could. I watched that as well. And, and while I didn't go through the whole series to have the same type of connections, I could see where if you grew up watching them and watched all the episodes, that was definitely a, an episode that they created to be very moving and very emotional. And you didn't want to say goodbye to the characters. Yeah, I mean, heck, even now, it's a good one to go back and rewatch and definitely encompass so much of the 90s. We didn't even touch on the styles, which I think would is going to be a later episode where we just touch in general on some of these TV shows and movies that we'll be going through that deserves its own episode, its own episode of the podcast, all the clothes Mm -hmm. and styles of the nineties, but the progression just going from season one, even just, we both watched season one and then the very Mm -hmm. last step, the last two episodes. And that progression was crazy to see the styles from season one to that final those final episodes it was mm-hmm. it was very different and right that I mean that was what mid 90s by that point yeah i believe it was 96 or so yeah 96 mm. i think is when that last one came out so i mean rule of thumb usually if something comes out 90s it's either early was filmed early 90 or 89 and so that was probably the styles for 95 96 but mm-hmm. within that five six years there was such a change in in style in general i definitely enjoyed this week getting getting back to some of those 90s shows the 1990s shows because we'll be touching base on ones from each year I just think it's a huge difference from shows that come out nowadays. Like there's a huge difference in sort of the, just the overall look and feel of shows. I think it's so funny watching the shows from the nineties and, and they don't really have any sort of quick communication with anybody. So you're just kind of out there lost, stranded. You got to find a payphone out in the middle of a field, whatever it is. But there, it's it's so wild to think that that's that was the norm, and no one really thought anything about it. And now you have shows, which is why I feel like a lot of the the reboots of shows don't work as well because there is the more modern technology introduced into them, so it doesn't really feel quite the same as when we we're watching them growing up. No, I completely agree. And I've noticed also a big difference. I don't think, I don't know if a lot of shows do 
the live studio audiences anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing in the mid to late 80s and early 90s was filming in front of a live studio audience. So serious question. Did you ever watch the reboot that they did of Fresh Prince? They did a reboot? Like, um, I don't know if it's considered a reboot, but it's that show Bel Air. The, it's something related on HBO. You, never, you didn't hear about it? No, I didn't. I don't know what the, the, the plot of it is. I don't know if it's tied to the show, if it's a, it's not like a reboot because it's more of a um, drama. It's not a comedy. Huh. No, I honestly <laughs> had no idea that you, there was even any other show with a connection to it like that. That's supposed to be mm-hmm. in the same universe. Huh. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know anything about it because I obviously never watched Fresh Prince, so I didn't take any notice of looking into it but i just remember seeing like the the previews and i want to say will smith was involved in some respect but i don't i don't know in what fashion he was maybe like a writer or producer or something like that which i do i do like when they do a if they're doing a reboot or continuation whatever if they get the are able to get the originals involved somehow, Mm -hmm. some way. Like Beverly Hills was in the exact same universe. Mm -hmm. They had cast from the original, obviously play them, play their character from the original as adults. What else? Uh, The Saved by the Bell was the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Same way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I do like that. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it more enjoyable. I think as a for a fan of the original to be open mm-hmm. to watching this the new right exactly i'll have to look into that since i did enjoy fresh prince growing up i'll have to see what connection that has to that show has to and everything it'll be interesting to see yeah there's another ref i don't know if it was actually pulling a reference from full house but there was an episode that i watched where somebody was somebody said have mercy and i was like did they steal that from full house or was that just a saying from the night i was like wait a second (laughs) i i do believe that was a reference from full house because i said there was a handful of those where they crisscross somebody Mm. would come be a guest star and it would be their same character or they would play themselves and they'd make a reference to their main character. I think, oh gosh, I know a lot of that happened for like TGIF when TGIF came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of mid nineties. Yep. There was a lot of that cross episode jumps and it wasn't really crossovers in the sense that we know them now, just one or two actors being on another, another show Again, same their same character or playing themselves. Yeah, the, I I was watching that one too. I watched that one too, and I I I clocked that. I was like, ah, have mercy. <laughs> I also felt like the the theme songs were super long for all of these shows. Like I felt like they were a couple minutes long. They just kept going. Yeah, they were they were a lot longer than I feel like they are now. Mm-hmm. But they made it more memorable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all the theme songs for these uh, shows that we talked about were all very memorable. Yeah, and it's one where, like I told you before, 
you could play them at school dances and it would be everybody would know them fresh mm-hmm. the theme song for fresh prince that everybody everybody knew the first the first verse ain't nobody know the second verse but everybody <laughs> would just go crazy for it i i do miss the theme songs from the 90s mm-hmm. from a, a lot of the shows that we're going to be touching base on had such memorable theme songs that you could listen to just a few notes and know you may not remember exactly what show it was but you're like oh i can picture so and so or i can picture this or that that is associated with that theme song yeah i feel like they were more theme song and not a lot of the shows now are just an actual song that an artist recorded. So they have words to it or whatever, but these were all more, I mean, I know Fresh Print, I know a lot of them had words to it, but I just mean they were more of like a created and made up for that show and not just a song that they pulled from some artist that had sang it. And that's what I feel like is very different about these shows compared to what you see coming out now. That's all I got on Fresh Prince. So... Do you have any other? I don't have anything else to say about it. I will say I love the Babysitter's Club theme song. I oh didn't mention that before. Yes. But I love it. And I think it's super catchy. <laughs> it, it is. For, I'll admit it when I was watching the Christmas episode, I'm like, is this like an actual song? I just like hearing in my head and everything. And it, it was super, super catchy. I Yeah. 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 I just can catch myself humming oh, along to it. Yeah, it's same here. And it's like it's like, wait, have I heard this on the radio? Or why is it so funny? right? Yeah, you're like, hmm. <laughs> Which I mean, I mean, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's theme song is also a classic, super classic. Mm-hmm. The first eight episodes, it's a little bit longer than the rest of the series. I wonder if they eventually cut it out because of. It's just being long. You know how sometimes they just want to quickly intro the show. You know, eventually it's like, okay, we've heard it. Let's maybe people were going, maybe people were complaining that like, this is too long and they shortened it or something. Yeah, they probably, because they, on a lot of new shows, they'll let them air for a little bit and then do polls. They, or at least they used to. And so that may be what it was. Mm. It came up time for the, audience's reactions and maybe they just were like like maybe a question of what's one thing you change about all these episodes or anything like that and it'd be (laughs) the theme song is a little too long yeah shorten the name song even though let's be honest most of the shows from the 90s had super long intro songs and we unfortunately couldn't skip past them back then we had to listen to the whole dang thing yeah (laughs) well that exactly but they also took the time to truly like introduce each main each actor actress. Yeah. They don't really do a lot of that now. It's more just mm-hmm. they they'll do it as a bottom the bottom rolling credits. Right. Which I don't know. I sometimes I like, sometimes I don't cuz for me at least we usually watch everything with subtitles just because I don't know. Like it's sometimes you don't know if you hear them correctly mm-hmm. and so that can help clarify oh, yeah, i'm the it. same girl i have to have i have to have the subtitles on <laughs> yeah and so the rolling 
the rolling credits at the, if it's, if they're just doing the rolling credits and it wasn't actually in the theme song, it either goes over the mm-hmm. subtitles or the subtitles then go above the head. And it's like, you're, you're only getting like half a quarter of the screen of actual picture that you can see what's <laughs> going on. And yeah, so, I don't know. I kind of do miss the older theme songs for shows. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Yeah, they definitely, they're not, they hit different. Yeah, they exactly. They hit different. They're not catch as catchy anymore. And again, it's usually just like a couple quick lines of music and like the title mm-hmm. pops up and then eh, right, that's all you get. Yeah. If you're lucky that they even have an intro, because I feel like a lot of the shows I watch don't really have an intro anymore. Yeah. They, they've almost completely gotten rid of intros. Yeah. I don't like it, man. Bring back the 90s <laughs> intros. Oh, bring them back. Please. And the cheesy, cheesy, cheesy mm-hmm. theme songs. The cheesy songs. That were specific to the shows. That They were, yeah. The cheesy, like, fonts, like the Fresh Prince fonts oh, and stuff. Yes. <laughs> the color schemes, wacky out there. They just don't make them like they used to. No. But thankfully, that's why we're here. We get to... Exactly. To rewatch them all with everyone and maybe re like introduce you to some of these, just like I got introduced to Fresh Prince from this. I'm still in shock that you had never watched it. <laughs> like, I admit, I thought everybody had watched it. Guess I was wrong, but I'm, I'm still in shock that you had never seen it. Well, at least I know I'm not going to die not ever seeing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right thanks for tuning in to part two of 1990 tv shows it was a lot of fun going back and re-watching all some of the episodes and going down memory lane on these and i think it was fun i think it was we got to to kind of see how each other grew up what you know watching these shows a little bit more kind of our first intro into the world of tv yeah so let us know kind of what you think about these shows that we talked about what were some of your favorite moments from them some of your favorite characters anything else you want to add april i think you covered it (laughs) be sure to uh like follow subscribe hit us up i mean we would love to hear from everybody and if anybody has any recommendations on anything from the 1990s era that they'd like us to cover, let us know. We'll definitely, definitely look into that. Check back with us next week for more 90s noise. Bye. (laughs) Bye.